Hello friends, welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attard, coming at you from the very beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula who's sharing the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday life and sharing them with all of you so we can all be a little more balanced and blissful. I am very excited. So this is our second to last episode before maternity leave officially comes in, and this is a short moon chat with the darling Miss Kathleen Berry. This is our last moon chat of the year, uh, and it's just so grateful. So we look a little bit back on on what we've covered over the last year. We talk a lot about um, compatibility with self and understanding all of these different signs that are within your chart and and why sometimes it feels like you're your own worst enemy <laughs> and how um, how to create a little more. Um, the opposite of dissonance, so create a little more ease around that uh, when you do feel that sense of dissonance or discomfort or separation. So it is a delightful conversation. You can always find Kathleen on Instagram. She's at KBB323. And with that, maternity leave starts next week. I'm over at SpiroCollective.com. I'm coming back to everything back in January. So two announcements. One, um, when you go over to SpiroCollective.com, definitely check out all the different services that I offer. So Ayurvedic consultations, uh, private yoga, prenatal support, fertility support. Go check it out and you can send me a note if you're interested in having me reach out in January when I'm taking new clients. And while you're there, make sure you sign up for my newsletter, spirocollective.com. I have a weekly newsletter that'll be coming out even when I'm on maternity leave. And that's where you'll actually uh, hear about baby's birth because as we talk about towards the end of this episode, I've not been doing social media uh, for a while and not planning to get back to it for a while. So if you want baby updates, that's the place to get them. Okay, let's get into our conversation with Kathleen. Thank you for a wonderful year. Well, hello, Kathleen. Hi, Sam. I'm very excited and also very saddened for our last moon chat of 2019. It's kind of crazy. That is, oh my gosh. I know. The year. I know. What a year. <laughs> That's true. I forgot. We started in January with our super blood wolf moon. Oh. Wow, that's all. Oh, this is very special. It is very, very special. It's yeah. Um, it has been a really good year. I've learned so much from you. I'm like, not, like I've I've learned so much um, about, of course, like all the retrogrades and the direct. Like that's been huge. But also, it's been really nice to kind of slowly move through all the zodiac signs and get like better understandings. Um, I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm slowly getting there of of really understanding them, not just the ones where it's me or someone I'm really close to. So that's been a very, very exciting thing to have a more broad picture, especially since like we all, as we've talked about many times, we all have all of the uh, signs in us at some, in some way. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's been very, very useful to see all these different aspects um, and energies at play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that's really changed or been big for you in, in astrology in the last year? Like any big understandings or things that you've really gotten into? I mean, obviously you're always growing and changing and, and learning more. Um, but I'm curious what 2019 has brought for, for you in the moon world. Huh. You know, I think um, every time I look at my chart, it's a little it's, it's for a different question. I'm coming at it from a different angle. Um, and I would say 2019 became the year where I noticed that 
a lot of my questions are around romantic relationships Mm -hmm. and, and that really what I'm asking about is like, who am I and who am I in relationship? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I, I think 2019 the year, I kind of started to open my eyes that like, this is an exploration about my relationship with myself. Mm. So, so I would say in particular, just, um, diving deeper in, cause I'm so Aries like that it hurts sometimes. <laughs> um, but I'm also, I have a, some pretty strong Taurus influences and, and I have, um, I have like a stellium of planets in my second house, which is ruled by like the Taurus elements, like material goods and beauty and Venus and all of that. So like, even though I have this very masculine, fiery pizza and like energy, I also have very, um, earthy, stubborn, deep, practical, um, yeah. Venusian energy too, especially around my like career and relationships. So, so yeah, learning like in those two signs are next to each other, Aries and Taurus. So learning what that means, you know, how are those in relationship with one another and how do they play out for me? Because I can be impetuous and, and very rash with the best of the Aries <laughs> And I can also be stubborn and slow moving with the best of the Taurus. So uh, that's just been, yeah, really for me, exploring myself deeper, seeing that like I'm not just one way, I'm actually many different ways. That's beautiful. And I think that is really important because, I mean, I think, I think there are charts, you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that like there is a little more conflict there. And it's not like if you're 100% Aries, that means that you have a better chart. It's not that. But, like, I don't know. Maybe if your Aries was mixed with a little bit of, I don't know, I'm going to pretend. Like, with Leo in your romantic and um, and work houses. Like, like, yeah. Oh, yes! <laughs> right? Like, maybe there would be, like, a little more... Um, continuity there and it would be a little easier to move through these different places and it just wouldn't provide some of the mental dissonance that can happen um i mean i guess well i I see a lot of times in ayurveda particularly which you basically just mentioned pitta and kapha of of aries and taurus and like there that can cause a lot of conflict because the person on the one hand wants to go 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 and on the other hand is like but I could not. (laughs) And there can be this, depending on which one's stronger, there can be a little bit of a disconnect where like the pitta part of you is um, of the person, not necessarily you, but of the person is basically saying like, "Uh, lazy ass Katha, get moving. Like what are you, what's wrong with you? And so it can cause like an internal conflict of, and of some like self deprecation that happens because like the pitta part is having a hard time understanding and appreciating the kapha part or vice versa. Um, so I, I think that's really interesting of diving deeper into, into seeing like, Oh yeah, there's some friction here and it's not like, it's not in my head. Like it's, there's actually some friction. There's some actual friction here. Um, I feel very seen by that analysis. Oh, I'm so glad. That just nailed, you just nailed it. Oh my God. Again. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard and it shows up a lot. I mean, uh, you know, to use, I, I don't know if this one, I'll use my Ayurveda example and then I don't know if this will translate to my astrology example. My Ayurveda example is my Vata and my Pitta. 
So Vata being a little more airy, a little more like out there, and the Pitta being the taskmaster, a kind of Saturn-y like. Um, uh, like if something's not going right in my life, I immediately want to create rules. So like if I know, I know something's like not like something's out of whack, if I wake up, I'm like, you know what's gonna do it? Okay, every day I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes and then I'm going to have this specific drink and then I'm going to do that and when I do that everything is going to be fine um and so it like I like I just create all the rules to basically keep the vata in check but like it doesn't really doesn't really need that it's not necessarily helpful um and when actually I need to actually be really soft and nice to the airy part of me that's either fucking up or or has been a little off whack rather than just creating more rules to kind of try to bind it up and make sure I stay safe. Um, so there's like, there's many ways for these, um, things to come out on a astrology side. I do feel like there's a little bit of like funkiness between the rising sign of Sagittarius and the, um, sun sign of, of Virgo, because it can, it can be very confusing to at one on the one hand, be like very like outgoing in there and wanting to share and being allowed. And then also, not <laughs> right i don't know personally yeah. i don't know if that's true but sometimes i'm like yeah that does that does feel dissonant um well but. it's funny because it's it is that like you know the first thing a lot of people want to talk about in astrology is like compatibility with others oh yeah and that's the go-to i mean what's your side right what's your side mm-hmm. but what's crazy or what's really illuminating in fact, that we're talking about is that what's your compatibility within your own self? Mm. Uh, you know, you're given this chart, you're born at a certain time, the stars are aligned in such a way, the planets are aligned in such a way that you, if you believe it, are predisposed to certain characteristics in certain parts of your personality and ways that you view the world. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, it's kind of hilarious, this kind of harkens back to our offline conversation of like how we can really feel so strongly one way and feel like, like, okay, when I'm out in a public speaking venue, like I can own this. I've got Sagittarius confidence. I know I can be irreverent and funny and Mm -hmm. lighthearted and I can really draw people in, in that way. And then also I have this really deep soulful earthy side to me that can understand and see and feel, um, you know, complex emotions and, and also be practical enough to say, okay, there's ways that I can build rules and systems to allow me to process those emotions. So like, but then like in a, in a, let's say tense interaction with a friend or a customer or a family member or whatever, those two can feel in conflict because Sag wants to be like, um, you don't know what you're talking about. And I do. So why (laughs) do you just listen to me? And, And then Virgo wants to be like, um, let me take this back for further investigation oh where I'm going to do a five-page report on why you're probably wrong and I'm going to prove it with several data sets <laughs> in, in a way that's very polite and cutting. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and so like, and that's, that's conflict, right? But then there's also the beautiful side of it. There's mm-hmm. the loving side of it, which is like, the kind of the, the first way I described, which is right, and those are and those are just two aspects of your personality. That's not even getting into like how you view your generation. That's not even getting into how you view, um, you know, transformation and how you deal with pain. Like this, this these are just your two top, like how people see you and how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just yeah, astrology is such a wonderful tool for self exploration. 
Um, and I love that it's a, it's one that I get to involve with. Yeah. And it's one that, and I love that it's a way, it's a lexicon. It's a way we can communicate with one another. Like, it, it's like your vibe attracts your tribe. If you're not into astrology, like, that's cool. You don't have to be. That might not be your lexicon. You might be into Enneagram. You might be into Myers-Briggs. You might not care about personalities, in which case, like, okay, great. I hope <laughs> maybe that you're seeking some sort of counseling, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> what else? But, but, you know, like, I, I just, I think um, this year has also been the first year I've been really open about how much I love it and sharing it with others. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have a platform on your podcast because, um, you know, like growing up, I was pretty much told like, that's stupid. That's silly. That's not real. Like that doesn't align to your belief system. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're talking about. That's hocus pocus. Are you a pagan? Like <laughs> stuff like that. Like I remember being asked at the dinner table, like, did I worship the golden calf? Oh my um, God. Oh dear. Which was like from my very Sagittarius father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, so for me, I've, I've had a little bit of like, believe it or not, shame about it as a as yeah. a, a young adult, and then going into adulthood, and then I this past year, I really realized like this works for me, and it yeah. works for me, and it allows me to connect to myself and to others, and that's a beautiful thing. And if I can use it in a positive way. Um, I'm going to continue using it as a tool. So I, I hope it served others and, and you in that way too. Oh, completely. And I, and I love that. And I think that's so, such an important one of like, it is a tool. As far as I know, you're not like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> like astrology, like, yeah, like astrology is my religion and I will not believe anything else or, you know, like there's no like, and it's, it's the same way, like yoga is a tool. Like there's nothing special right. about warrior two. I mean, of course, like there, there are, but, but there also isn't. Um, and our Ayurveda, like there's, there's systems, their ways of making sense of a very big universe. And it's just the same way that we give names to chairs and tables. We give names to energy because it just helps us describe them. Um, yes. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, girl. And it's like, yeah, if in, in 10 years, for whatever reason, you're like, oh, actually, you know, this isn't serving me anymore. Okay. But that's probably, probably not going to happen. But um but it's, it's that openness to it. I think that's beautiful. You know what? I just came up with a, a question, which is, how would you go about, um, you know, baby is making his uh, debut in a couple weeks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, should I do his birth chart, like, right away? I'm scared. Here's my, here's my irrational fear. My irrational fear <laughs> is I'm going to, like, read about him and then put him into a box and make him make it come true. Yeah. I if you have a fear about it, if you feel any tension, contraction, conflict, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait until it feels fun and mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, right? I feel like maybe when he's like, even like a year and a half, two years, like it'll be more fun because like at least he'll have developed his slightly own version of a personality and then it'll be more like funny and fun. But I feel like it would be hard to do on like a completely newborn child that doesn't like can't even smile. You know what I mean? Right, Yeah. And be, I totally understand. And be like, you have a I, dark underbelly that is like, or whatever, whatever it is. I don't want to. Well, Scorpio is Scorpio gets that rap, you know. Yeah, it's, it's true. Not his fault. No, but I, I think I told you this. My best friend, um, her son, I think he's turning three actually in the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks, and um, 
she she is very into astrology as well. She's a fellow Aries. Like we just we've always bought. I remember in middle school being like, "What's your sign?" And she's like, "Aries." I was like, "Hell yeah, we're best friends now!" Oh my god, that's so funny. Which is literally how every Aries friendship is formed. So that's... like some sort of high five or chest bump. But, oh my god. Um, yeah. So she um, with a cancer uh, cancer rising. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very different for me. Um, she um, was like Kathleen. I remember when she was pregnant. She's like Kathleen. I don't know if I can do it, a Scorpio son. I don't know. What if he's really like, like deep and dark and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, gee, here's the deal. There's way more to his personality than just that sign. And you know that because you know that you're more complex than that. And the fact is like, there's so many beautiful things about being deep and about having really strong emotions and about like, think of how healing he could be for the world if he really knows that about himself. Um, mm. so like there's always a positive spin there's always a way to reframe it to be like and you were helping me with this earlier like there's always a way to reframe it mm. to to see like oh this is okay this is it and it's going to be fine this is this is the beautiful part about it yeah there's a dark side to everybody but when you when you know yourself when you really know who you are and what you're capable of light dark in between then then you get to work with it and then you get to see it and own it and, and use it as a tool to help yourself heal and, and help others heal. Yeah, that is such a great point. And I love that. And, and I love the advice of when it feels fun, when it feels like a thing to do, like that's a good thing. Like maybe I don't have to do it like the day after he's born. Maybe like that's yeah. – or, or maybe and he like – And I send it to you unsolicited. Don't worry. Oh, you're <laughs> totally fine. That was not why I was worried about that or was asking about I know, this. I, know. I was literally just – suddenly I was like, oh, man. Um, but but yeah, but maybe like – maybe he has really strong emotions as a four-month-old four or whatever. And you know what? I could use a little help making sense of it. And then it might feel really helpful and really useful. So I, um, So I think that is – uh, really interesting and actually I think it was recently that I came across I don't know if it was a book or a website and it was about Ayurveda for children and it was how to make sense of your kids based on their Ayurvedic dosha and it was and that was really interesting and so um, probably I'll probably kind of do them in the same way of not uh, not judging too harshly right from the beginning but um, but using it as a tool to just kind of understand what will help them feel good the same way we do with ourselves which is lovely. right is a lovely thing yeah it's and it's just like you said it we've said it earlier it's a tool astrology is a tool it's not a pre-determination of what your life's going to be right Um, and and that's something i'm for sure in the midst of confronting with myself like am i just bad at relationships do i just suck at love which is like okay really quick like vulnerable share i got that app the pattern which is essentially it takes the astrology out of astrology, oh. it is an astrology app because it uses your birth date and time to okay. kind of curate a personal profile. It's very much like CoStar. Okay, uses CoStar, but it but it doesn't use signs or or any of that or, or aspects. Um, it just it what it does is put it into more plain language. Got it. Um, as opposed to like your Jupiter is transiting Uranus or whatever. It's more like right now at a grand scale people are feeling expansion it's like that so anyway my profile says like i've got to pave my own path um 
relationships are not going to be what define me in my life Mm. and that my independence is much more important than my romance. And if I can bring someone along with me, I should take them, but I should not make it my priority to find someone. And I read that. And of course, again, I'd like to remind everyone, this is an application on my iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, does that mean I'm going to be alone forever? Or like, what the heck? Right. And then I was like, wait, whoa, what is this reaction? Yeah. What is this reaction? Oh my gosh, why is that bad? It's telling me how unique and wonderful I am and all I can find out, like all I can read into it is I'm going to be alone. (laughs) So, and that's my, so I'm like overly emotional and then overly rationalizing my overly emotional side. Mm. And then it's like, I just land in the middle of like, well, what does it all mean? (laughs) I think right now it means don't look at the pattern app. Yes. And it's very natural and very normal. But the fact is, it's just a tool to tell you something that you probably already kind of knew yeah. about yourself. So, yeah. so it's talk about it's fun to explore, it's fun to go deep on or to have fun with. But if it feels like you need an answer and you're looking for astrology to give it to you, I promise you, you already have that answer. Mm. Um, so, so that's just my like mic drop and that's also me giving advice to me (laughs) right now (laughs) (laughs) that's great advice to give to yourself I love that I love that so much and it's it's the same if I can I think we've talked about this before is that you know if I like read about Virgo which again as you mentioned is just one of my signs but if I read about Virgo and about like I am sitting here, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, a little bit. Like, I, I'm like, I get this and I don't get this. Um, and and so, um, and so you can either use what you, like, you can use the information you get for good or evil because you could use it for inquiry and like, oh, so wait, so what does this mean? Like, oh, like using your example from the pattern app of like, oh, like I'm a strong independent person and and actually if I take care of myself everything else will fall into place or you can read it as god why can't I like that yeah I can't get my shit together why can't I keep a man yeah exactly and it's like and it's actually I think it's saying that like if you take care of yourself everything will be fine right which is like the most affirming advice really yeah yeah. But yeah, just the brain, man. That brain, it, it wants to trick me into some negative thinking. I know. Well, oh, boy. You know, and I didn't say this earlier, but it is fascinating. I can't remember where I read this. I think it might have been in Sadhguru's um, book. He's an interesting dude um, called Inner Engineering. And um, he said kind of the further you get along on the spiritual path, the more your ego holds on. Like, if you're if you are making headway the ego has to hold a little harder and, and make it a little more difficult and, um, and be a little bit more of a pain in your butt. Um, yes. because it, because it realizes that like, it's that you're trying to let go of it. And it's like, that's so, yes. I like that. And it's, again, it doesn't mean like everything is going to be harder or a lot of bad things are going to happen, but things are going to feel potentially more intense because I don't know if you're just like living a world where you kind of just numb yourself with television and don't really think about stuff too hard, the ego doesn't have to, the, the ego's not worried, right? Right, <laughs> But right. if it knows that you're trying to, get, like, change stuff around, it has to get a little more worried. 
anyway, that's a little off topic, but, um, no, that, but can I just tell you, I know you've been on like a social media cleanse. I actually, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun yesterday or two days ago. So I wrote, sometimes when I meditate, I'll get like sort of a, a, a hit of intuition, like a channel. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes I'll journal it. And last year, like two Augusts ago, August, 2018, I felt I had this really strong, message come through and it's exactly what you just said and I posted it to my um Instagram the other day it's uh it's just it's crazy it's crazy you just said that it's pretty affirming oh like, that's cool like remember this as you dive deeper into your spiritual journey your ego will fight even harder to keep you stuck yeah and, and inevitable you need only continue on your path steady forward on mm. and that came through for me and like you just thank you universe that's for Samantha for affirming me on what I already knew to be true. You just got to keep going one step at a time. Ah, uh, isn't that so beautiful? That is, yeah. and yeah, and it's we do we do one step at a time. We experiment. Social media cleanse experiments going great. I'm glad to hear that. I'm I can't wait to debrief with you on that because I'm. It'll happen for me soon, too. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I have to still figure out if I'm ever going to come back. That's where I am. Hey, but, yeah. Hey. Which might, what an exciting prospect. It is an exciting prospect. But it is funny because how you, like, I didn't fully media cleanse. And it's been interesting. Like, I noticed just this last week. I'm like, you've spent a lot of time on Wikipedia Googling celebrities this week. What's <laughs> What's going on? And so, that like, the most surprising thing I've ever heard about you. I don't know why. <laughs> I know. I just seem like I'm not that into it. And yet, I really want to know, like, who has that person been dating? What I have know. they done any movies it's... recently? I haven't seen them in a while. You're right, people. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, that's one of my favorite rabbit holes to go down. And I haven't done it in a while. I used to do that all the time. Uh, like, all the time. It's been, it's been a hot minute. Right now, I'm my own freaking, like, Wikipedia page I'm Googling. It's kind of crazy. That's really, really, really funny. But it's but it's an interesting point. It's, it's almost like I'm, like, regressing through internet. Like, because that was what social media was. It would just, you just look up celebrities instead. And now, right. so now that I'm, like, not interested as much in, like, the random influencers and stuff, like, it's like, okay, now I've gone back to, like, me, like TV and, and movies. And then, like, I'm just going to – but but so that's that's got to stop. So news and, and Wikipedia celebrities is my next uh, step in, in cleansing some of my media. But beyond that, it's, like, the best thing ever. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, I know we have to get off here. So uh, thank you for this past year of wisdom. I'm excited for 2020 wisdom and what it will bring. I feel like – you have lots of good conversations to come. Um, yeah. And just love you, girl. I love you, too. Thank you for the opportunity. And we are so excited for you as you enter this new journey, this new chapter of your life. Thank you. I'm pretty pumped. I am pretty pumped. Thank you, everyone, for always listening to our delightful moon chats. I'm glad you enjoy them as much as we do. And um, wonderful. Have a wonderful Friday, Miss Kathleen. You, too, Sam. Bye, hun. <laughs>